So today we're going to be working through an episode in the life of David when he had a rocky relationship with someone and it really wasn't his fault. It was totally the other person's fault. And through this, we will learn how to handle rocky relationships in our life that come up from time to time. So how do you often handle things when it's really someone else's fault, not yours, and things are rocky as a result? I think uh, we easily get me first and, and angry and furious, furious and frustrated, furious and vengeful, furious and bent on retaliation, furious and impatient, or furious and quietly depressed, and we don't even realize that we're unable to show love to most other people in our lives because we're so furious about this one rocky relationship that has gone awry. Well, David had that happen one time, and it really wasn't his fault. Most of the time in our lives when there's a rocky relationship, it is both persons fault, at least somewhat, but, but this time it actually wasn't. David had only saved Saul's bacon. He killed Goliath when no one else would step up and do it. David did that, and he earned respect, honor, and trust from a lot of people. That made Saul so jealous that instead of honoring David for his military victory over Goliath, he decided to hunt him down. David ran off into the wilderness for his life. And it wasn't just for a few days. It wasn't even just for a few months. It was literally years. Not exactly sure how long David was in the wilderness on the run from Saul who was trying to hunt him down, but somewhere between 10 and 13 years. Literally a decade. Even a little more, perhaps. That David had to deal with this terrible, rocky relationship that was only because Saul was a madman. The kind of king who said, never mind about governing the country, I've got this personal vengeance to take care of. Saul one time took 3,000 able-bodied soldiers with him to go hunt David down. He went into a cave to relieve himself. That's what the scripture says. And he did not know that David and his men, a handful of them there, were also in that same cave. The men whispered to David, This is the chance the Lord has told you about it. You now have Saul delivered into your hands. You can do whatever you want to him. What would David do? He could easily kill Saul, take him by surprise, and end it. He and his men could go back home. He and his men could have a comfy life once again. Instead, David crept up behind Saul. He was so agile, he was unnoticed, and he took out his knife, and he cut off the corner of Saul's robe. And then he went back by his men, and he was so guilt-stricken that he had done that because Saul was the Lord's anointed after all. Even though he had done nothing but attempt to harm David, he still had been anointed by God, and David had respect for that. He would not let the rest of his men touch Saul, even though I'm sure the rest of his men thought that David was crazy for, be, for being so full of integrity and honorable. Then when Saul left the cave, David said, Hey, Saul, look what I have! And he held up the corner of his robe. 
why are you believing people when they try to tell you that I'm out to get you? I could have killed you just now, but I did not. And then David said this, which I think is good advice for all of us when we are dealing with relationships that are not doing all that well. He said, May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. You see, David knew, first of all, that the most important relationship he had was not the one with Saul, it was the one with God. And that God had forgiven David from all of his sin, that's why he was worth trusting and clinging to in all circumstances. David also knew that the most important relationship that Saul had was not with David. What a selfless thing to grasp. But that Saul's most important relationship was with God. And it was a relationship that was terrible. David was able to realize, Saul's got a lot of rocky relationships and the rocky relationship with me is not the big problem for him. It's his rocky relationship with God that matters most. What a great thought to keep in mind when you are dealing with a rocky relationship in your life. First of all, your aim is simply this. How can I honor God today? How can I be pleasing to him in my thoughts, in my words, in my actions, and not be bent on fury or revenge, not let fear drive? How can I be loving even though they don't deserve it? But opportunity to hurt someone else doesn't equal permission to hurt someone else. And then take that next step to be able to say, how can I help them in their rockiest relationship if they are being nasty to me? The big problem they have is not with me. It's with God. I want them to learn about the forgiveness I have found. I want them to enjoy the peace that I have been able to embrace in Christ. Because that is the only way when that rocky relationship that they have with God gets fixed that they will ever be able to have peace and patience and self-control and love for others. God maybe can use you to help someone else who is acting pretty unlovable to you and many others to find love in Christ once again. 